Praise the Lord, you guys. God bless and welcome back. It's me, Sister Shrew Victoria, a.k.a. Victoria's Warrior. Welcome back to my Bible Reading Podcast. I just give God glory and honor for waking me up on this morning. Hallelujah. I thank God for it in Jesus' name. So today's reading will continue out of the book of Proverbs. I'll be reading Proverbs 5. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for waking me up on this day, God. And I thank you, Lord Father, for keeping me. Lord God, I continue to plead the blood of Jesus over my children, over everyone that I am connected to, my family, my friends, my ministry. And Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over every listener in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you are good. And Father, we humble ourselves before you. And Lord God, I repent. I repent of every sin, sins known and unknown. We all do. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we repent. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord God, and I pray, hallelujah, that as I read the word of God, that I receive a Raymond word, and those who are listening will receive a Raymond word from you. In Jesus' mighty name. God, you are true. You are real. You are all-powerful. You are undefeated, and there's nothing too hard for you to do. I rebuke the enemy over the lives of your children on this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, by the power of the Holy Spirit. I bind up every evil and wicked spirit, Lord God, lurking in the atmosphere in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that brings hindrances to your children. And Father, I loose your love. I loose your power. I loose your angels in the name of Jesus over everyone's situation. Hallelujah. In atmosphere. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you. Yes, they did a book. I thank you, Lord. Yes, in the name of Jesus, I give you glory. I give you praise, Father. I am truly grateful for every moment, God, that you have given me. In Jesus' mighty name. So I pray, God, that you continue to help us to fear you, Lord God, even more that we remain faithful, focused, obedient, willing to seek to serve you, and to abide in the word of God, or Father, and to be pleasing in your sight. Search out every area of our hearts, hallelujah, in Jesus' mighty name. Fill every void. Bless, Lord God. Deliver, set us free. From the mindset Lord God, that keeps us bound. Help us, Lord. Jesus. That we are being examples of the word of God. That we are living 
this thing out in Jesus' mighty name. That we are allowing the word of God to transform us in Jesus' name. So, Lord, I thank you. I give you glory. I give you honor and praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Y'all, excuse me. I might be a little bit coughing because I took some sinus medicine and, you know, some uh, mucus relief medicine. (laughs) So, you may hear that. So, I'm... I'm apologizing in advance if it sounds kind of crazy. <clears throat> Excuse me. But here we go. We're going to go ahead and get into the reading of the word of God. Proverbs 5. Hallelujah. Jesus. So Proverbs 5 states and starts out by saying, My son, attend unto my wisdom and bound thine ear to my understanding that thou mayest regard discretion and that thy lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of a strange woman drop as an honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil. But her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death Her steps take hold on hell, lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life. Her ways are movable, that thou canst not know them. Hear me now, therefore, O ye children, and depart not from the words of my mouth. Remove thy way far from her, and come not nigh the door of her house. Jesus. Lest thou give thine honor unto others and thy years unto the cruel. Lest strangers be filled with thy wealth and thy labors be in the house of a stranger. And thou mourn at the last when thy flesh and thy body are consumed, and say, How have I hated instruction, and my heart despised reproof, and have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined mine ear to them that instructed me? I was almost in all evil in the midst of the congregation and assembly, Drink waters out of thine own cistern, and running waters out of thine own well. Let thy fountains be dispersed abroad, and rivers of waters in the streets. Let thy fountain, no, let them be only thine own, and not strangers with thee. Let thy fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Let her be as the loving hind and pleasant roe. Let her breast satisfy thee at all times and be thou ravished always with her love. 
And why wilt thou, my son, be ravished with a strange woman and embrace the bosom of a stranger? For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he pondereth all his goings. His own iniquity shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be holden with the cords of his sins. The last verse, y'all, verse 23, it says, He shall die without instruction, and in the greatness of his folly he shall go astray. Jesus. So that is the reading of the word of God for the book of Proverbs 5. So I'm going to go back up to what stuck out to me where I took a time to break. Jesus. And I'm going to go back up here where it says, I think it's verse 15. Drink waters out of thine own cistern. So, this is, when we talk about wisdom, <laughs> this is wisdom. Um, This passage, this Proverbs 5, is speaking about sexual sin. Okay, I, I'm not sure if you picked it up or followed, but it's definitely talking about sexual sin and what to keep yourself from um and the warning against you know sexual sin and for verses 15 starting out there when it says drink waters out of thine own cistern and running waters out of thine own well it's uh this is uh, we're gonna get you a little deep okay this is about marriage, okay? Faithfulness in marriage, all right? You have your one, you know, you have your husband, you have your wife, hallelujah. And so in this, in this passage, it speaks about drink waters out of thine own cistern is a picture, right? It's a of faithfulness in marriage. And sometimes in desert lands, you know, we know that water is what? Is valuable, is precious. And a well is a family's most important possession to have in those particular places. Now in the Old Testament times, it was considered a crime to, you know, steal water from someone else's well just as it was a crime to have intercourse with another man's wife. So, but in both cases, the offender is endangering the family. Are you following? So the strange woman coming in to a marriage to intentionally break up a marriage is not wise. And so the Lord is also forewarning this. This is what you call deep, okay? Because <laughs> most people probably read this and be like, oh, okay, okay. But the deepness of this is wisdom. It's warning us against sexual sin, warning us against enticement. Okay? And so, as we begin to read throughout, you know, from 15 all the way down to verse 21, 
And it speaks about, let thy fountains be dispersed abroad and rivers of waters in the streets. And this is good because I, I, I genuinely like to break these things down. And this is what I'm beginning to do. Um, I did this um, probably a couple of weeks ago for, I think it was Isaiah 40 or something like that, where I went in and I broke down each scripture, right? And when I broke down each scripture, I looked at the reference scriptures and then I went into, you know, diving even deeper of gaining more insightful words. So I started looking at the words for the definitions and meanings. And I just started to ask the Lord to help me. But as I began to do that, things start, you know, the flow of it and understanding started to come even more and the clarity. I'm like, man, this is good. <laughs> so, um, so in this passage from 15 to 21, this is just basically speaking about longevity in relationships, in relationships and companionship, satisfaction. Um, I'm talking about marriage now. Don't get it twisted. I'm still talking about marriage. Praise the Lord. Okay. Cause God's not going to go against what he said. Okay. Marriage, 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 marriage. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we, we do know like many temptations definitely entices, you know, um, you know, some husbands some wives, um, to pretty much leave their marriage to leave one another just for a temporary satisfaction, pleasure, and excitement to be found, you know, somewhere else. I don't know. But typically, if marriage becomes dull, that's usually what happens, right? Um, you see that in the case of, you know, a lot of people getting divorced. Not saying that's the main reason. There's other reasons why, you know, people get divorced. But typically... It's because the the husband or the wife has pretty much left their marriage to be enticed and pulled away and desire of the pleasures they want and not seek God into, you know, uplifting their, their, um, their marriage. And so let me just run through this again. So, so you can see, and I'm, you know, sometimes people, you know, you got to read it a couple of times or you got to seek God for the deep things of his word. So, and I'm going to come back to that. So the passage where I'm, I'm explaining is from 15 to 21. Okay. So it says, drink waters out of thine own cistern and running waters out of thine own well. Hey, what, you know, your husband and your wife, that should be it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, because that's who you're married to. Let thy fountains be dispersed abroad and rivers of waters in the streets. Let all that stuff that has been founded Outside, let it be. Let them be only thine own and not strangers with thee. Hallelujah. Let it be you and your wife and not with anyone else. Praise the Lord. Let thy fountain be blessed. Hallelujah. And rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Hallelujah. That should be clear. But we can we can go in even, even deeper. Praise the Lord. And then we say, verse 19, let her be as the loving hind and pleasant row. Let her, excuse me, let her breast satisfy thee at all times and be thy ravished always with her. What is he speaking about? Husbands, 
Indulge and embrace your wife. Love on her. Spend time with her. Embrace her. These things. And don't allow any woman, any strange woman, which is in the Bible when they speak about strange women, it's like the prostitute, those who are like, you know, hey, out there. You know, any woman that comes to try to uh, disrupt marriage. Mm, Jesus, you know. Praise the Lord. Verse 20, and why wilt thou, my son, be ravished with a strange woman? I just said that. And embrace the bosom of a stranger. I just said that. Why? And then verse 21, for the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he pondereth all his goings. Hallelujah. Guess what? Everything that we do, God watches. He sees. It doesn't go unnoticed. And just because your wife doesn't know and just because your husband doesn't know doesn't mean no one else. The Lord sees and he knows all. Hallelujah. And that goes for a lot of us, everyone, not even in marriage. God sees what we're doing. And he's thinking on the the ways that we're, you know, how we're maneuvering, how we're moving. So that particular passage, all the way down to um, verse 21, 15, 21. God designed marriage to be a beautiful thing. He designed it to be sanctified and only within a covenant relationship can we find real love and fulfillment. You know, God understands. And I just want to say, don't let God's best for you be wasted because of the illusion of something that looks better on the outside. Don't let it be wasted. But rejoice with your spouse as you give yourselves to God and to each other. Embrace those moments. Strengthen your love. Seek God together. It can be rekindled. If something feels like it's been died out and, you know, when you don't put work into something, it usually dies out, right? So I'm encouraging those who are married and you guys may be going through a tough time, whatever it may be, it could be finances, it could be anything. I encourage you to begin to read in the book of Proverbs together. I encourage you to seek God together. I encourage you to pray with one another. Man, turn on some worship music and just begin to go in with each other. Praying, worshiping, just thanking God. And ask the Lord God to help you both to start putting God at the forefront of your marriage and not allowing anything to take your focus off of him so that you guys, you both, husband, wife, that you both will begin to strengthen and fall in love all over again. You know, the only reason why someone else's grass is greener on the other side is because they're taking time to water it. They're taking time to nurture it. They're taking time to clean it up. They're taking time to prune it. <coughs> Excuse me. All it takes is for you to take time to take care of your own. Praise the Lord. God is good, y'all. I wasn't, expect wasn't expecting this. <laughs> I am not even going to lie. I thought I had my own interpretation. 
But the Lord is good when he comes in and give you clarity, okay? Praise the Lord. And so, um, in verses 18 and 20, for those of you who be like, oh, you know, sometimes it gets boring. Sometimes it gets, you know, uh-uh, no. <laughs> this is why it's a blessing to be married. You know what I mean? You can do whatever you choose with your, your spouse. Have fun. Make marriage fun. Hallelujah. So from verses 18 to 20, it says, let thy fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Like be happy, rejoice. You know, this is, he didn't intend for, you know, the marriages to be dull. And let me just say for marriage, sex is a blessing. Sex is a gift that God gives to married people for their mutual enjoyment okay this the real happiness comes when you decide when you when you as the husband or the wife decides to you know they find pleasure in their relationship that you know that the lord has blessed them with you find pleasure in your wife that god has blessed you with you find pleasure in the husband that god has blessed you with And so for me, it's like, okay, I'm finding pleasure in the relationship with my God that I know that God would give unto me, a spouse, praise the Lord, that he desires for my life. So I'm trusting in the Lord. But for those who are already married, God intended it to be pleasurable for you. The problem is, and, you know, the danger definitely is, is that in the doubting that God knows and cares for us, you know, it comes to a time where we, we start to like, you know, doubt like, Lord, it's been a long, it's, it's a long time. <laughs> I'm still waiting, Lord. <laughs> so it's a danger when we, when we move and I'm speaking about those who are not married right now. It's a danger for us to move in a, in a, in a way where we're resenting the timing of God. And what that looks like is this. You come in contact with someone that you like, that you're attracted to. You fall in love with this person, right? But you don't allow God to approve that choice. You know? So then what happens? Sin steps in. You fornicate. So now you have carelessly pursued sexual pleasure without God's blessing because God intended for sex to be for those who are married. Okay? So that's why he speaks about fornication. Fornication is what? For those who are not married. So when we step outside of ourselves and not wait on God to be a to be able to bless us with who he wants us to be, <coughs> excuse me, and we take matters in our own hands, that's something that goes against God. And we want to what? We want to walk in all of holiness, all acceptableness, 
righteousness. And that is what being obedient to the word of God. You know, this world makes fornication acceptable. And that is what the enemy wants us to do. Why? Because it's the sin that goes against it's our bodies that we sin with. Okay. And it also, if the enemy is making it seem okay for the world, guess what? It's putting uh, our backs towards God. Okay. Because God said, I intended for sex to be only for marriage. Because fornication, you guys, man, fornication brings in so much. This transferring of spirits, demons, demonicness, all this other stuff. And it also goes against, first, number one, what God says not to do. It's no, it's pleasurable for the moment, but it leads you down a long path of destruction. So I encourage you, you're seeking for a spouse, you're seeking to be married, wait on God. Find your pleasure and your satisfaction, <coughs> excuse me, in God. And the only, why, the only reason why I can stand here today to say this to you is because that's what I'm doing. That's what I've been doing. I've gotten off course a couple of times in my life. And not really waiting on the word from God. And I get, when I say I get chastised from God, like a whooping. <laughs> like, what you doing, my daughter? This is not going to work without me acknowledging, without me approving. This is not going to work. Some people just don't take heed to the warning. And they can continue down a pathway of destruction a whole while of their entire life and be fine. But for me, it's a little different. <laughs> I just can't continue down the wrong pathway. No matter how much I love someone, no matter how much I care for them, I just can't because I fear God so much more than my temporary satisfaction or my wants and my desires. So I encourage you on today, if you're not married, and you're questioning God like, man, it's been a long, like, why am I still waiting, Father? Because he's working something in you. He's drawing you closer because there's things that need to be done. There's things that you need to heal from. There's things that you need to set free, be set free from. And also, there's a work for you to do. And God knows the right timing. And he actually knows your focus. He actually knows. Come on now. You can't hide anything from God. He knows what you really want more than him. So something's got to get in order before he blesses you with someone. Because he doesn't want anyone else taking the position of him. He's a jealous God. Hallelujah. So I encourage you. It's a hard thing, you know, to get involved with someone that you've gotten connected to, that you fell in love with, and now all of a sudden, God is showing you, I did not approve of this. What would you do? Will you continue down knowing what God has already spoken to you? 
or would you allow yourself say Lord forgive me for not consulting you on this decision I know that you love me I know that you care for me and I want to continue to be obedient in everything that I do and every decision that I make So, Father, forgive me for moving prematurely. Forgive me for putting matters in my own hands. And forgive me for moving based upon my emotions and what I thought that I needed. But, Lord, this is hard. I need for you to help me to get through this and to restart all over. It's a hard thing because now you were connected to this individual. And so... Not only is your heart, you know, hurt, the other person you've connected with, their heart is going to be hurt as well. Especially if they don't really understand the depth of your relationship with God. So I encourage you again that you seek God in all things, in everything. To prevent yourself from going down a pathway of being heartbroken. And to prevent you from breaking someone else's heart. Because although you know your decision is to be a blessing and to honor God. You have now also hurt someone else's heart that do not even understand the depths of your relationship. Because you put it on a back burner to please yourself and your own desires and your wants. So God bless you. And I pray that this will encourage someone out there that you know God is tugging at your heart. Someone out there that is single and you're desiring to be married and have a family. Don't put matters in your own hands when you are already seeking to serve in God. I pray that you will wait upon the Lord. I pray that you will strengthen your relationship with God first. I pray that you will fall in love with God like never before and he will be your all in all. I pray that you would trust God in every decision, in every word, in every promise he speaks over your life and your heart. I pray and I plead the blood of Jesus over every marriage, Lord God, hallelujah, that you would strengthen their love for for you first and for them both. I pray, Lord God, that the husbands will love upon their wives and wives will love upon their husbands. That in the moment of any type of dullness, Lord God, I pray, Father, for a supernatural flow of your spirit to reignite the flame inside of them both. In Jesus' mighty name, that they will rejoice and get joy and get excited and get happy to be in a covenant relationship with you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. And I bind up every strange woman's spirit that comes to alert, to to break and to pull away anyone from their marriage. I loose your love. I loose the spirit of you, Lord God, to wrap 
around those who are married and those who are single. In Jesus' mighty name. I pray for your strength in the waiting. In the waiting process. Hallelujah. And your grace. And I pray your love, Lord God, to continue to abound in us all. In Jesus' mighty name. I plead the blood of Jesus over everyone's mindset and heart and thoughts. In Jesus' name. For God, you are amazing. You're a good God. And you understand us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Help us, Lord God, that we are accepting you in every way. That our desires will line up with what you desire for our life. In Jesus' mighty name. So, Father, whatever you got to do, I pray, God, that you will do within me and with all of my brothers and sisters. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus. Amen. Y'all, I did not expect for this. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I did not expect this at all. I had something else that I was going to say, and this right here is just so. Marriage is precious. It's precious. Marriage is a gift from God. Marriage is a gift from God, especially when it's blessed by Him. And He has given you the answer of, yes, my child, this is He. Yes, my child, this is her. God blesses it. When he approves it. God warns us for a reason. Take heed to the warning. God bless y'all. This is deep. (laughs) God covers everything in the word of God. And for those of, you know, individuals that say it don't, they're they're not reading with the depths of understanding with the spirit of God. Because he covers everything. (laughs) In Jesus' name. To help us to live a holy, sanctified, righteous life before him in Jesus' name. Amen. So, God bless. Praise the Lord, y'all. I had a moment. (laughs) Praise the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. I pray that y'all were blessed. And as I do every single time that I close out my podcast, I always want to extend an invite. Now, what I am going to start doing, I'm going to invite those who are not saved to be saved 
If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ and you have been inquiring there, it's been a tug at your heart, you just don't know, right? But you want to know what you can do to get to know who Jesus is. I'm inviting you to salvation today. So if you believe in your heart and you confess out of your mouth that the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and he rose again on the third day with all power in his hands, hallelujah, then you, my brother, then you, my sister, you are saved on today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is amazing. And now that you are saved and you believe wholeheartedly, now you have to continue to seek God to be baptized in the name of Jesus and to seek God to be filled with the precious Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. So I encourage you and I am inviting you to join me and my ministry, Lalak Ministry, which is under the leadership of my pastor, Pastor Jimmy Griffith. He comes forth giving the word of God every day, seven days a week at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hallelujah. And you can do so by dialing that number, 773-922-8270. Again, that number is 773 773- 9228270 I'm extending this invite to you so that you can now strengthen your walk with God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord because I know if God did it for me, he can do it for everyone else. Hallelujah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And I pray that we continue to call on the name of Jesus all day every day. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I pray God. Hallelujah. I wasn't expecting for this to be this long, but Jesus, 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 glory to your name, God. You are truly awesome, (laughs) mighty, amazing, Father, and I thank you for the shift. I thank you for shifting the atmosphere, God, because Lord knows you knew where I was at, and I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. So God bless you all. We will continue in the next podcast in Proverbs 6. God bless you all. In Jesus' mighty name. And remember to call on the name of Jesus all day, every day. And know to have faith and believe that there is nothing too hard for God to do. Will you trust him? Will you wait upon him? And will you continue to keep seeking him? In Jesus' mighty name. God bless y'all. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus.